Hey, welcome to Fathering Our Future, the podcast for dads. I'm Anthony Vandegrift, and I'm not the perfect dad, but every day I am trying to be better. Thanks so much for being with me. I'm excited to talk to you today about being a faithful father. Now, if you're thinking to yourself, I know what it means to be faithful. I'm doing my best. I'll listen to another episode. I want you to listen to this one because you're who I'm trying to talk to and everybody else. But I want to talk to you because I used to be in this boat of, I know what it means to be faithful. And then I realized I only had a little bit of it right, just like the majority of our world today. So I'm not necessarily going to bring a corrective, more of a revelation of what it means to be faithful. That's my goal, to help you better understand what it means to be faithful so that you can more properly live it out as a father, as a husband, and as an individual. But before we get to all the stuff you're dying to hear now, I want you to do a couple of things for me. The first thing that I want you to do is if you think you get good content here on Fathering Our Future, stop being selfish. I want you to share it with somebody else. It can be one person or everyone that you're connected to on social media. Just share the podcast. The second thing that I want you to do is leave a review of the podcast wherever you listen to podcasts because there are dads out there who are searching. They're looking for other men, other dads who can teach them how to do certain things and give them content and information that's going to motivate, inspire, and encourage them to be better dads every day. And if you think Fathering Our Future offers that content and information, then leave a review. And I promise you, somebody will read your comments and they'll be assured that this is the podcast for them. So thank you in advance for doing that. And thank you on behalf of the dads who are yet to be listeners of Fathering Our Future. But now for the good stuff. I think that, by and large, we skew what it means to be faithful. That we view it in a very particular lens, and therefore we live it out in a very particular way, and we miss the big side of what it really means to be faithful. And this is for everybody. If you're a Christian you think, I read the Bible, I read about faith and faithfulness all the time, I know what this means, I got an understanding Look, I'm a Christian too, and I've read the good book, and I have realized that there are things that I thought for years that were wrong, because we are so guilty of taking our 21st century understanding and our cultural definitions of particular words and imposing that on an ancient text and saying, it means the same thing, I got this. And oftentimes, we ain't got this, okay? We mess up some things with the scriptures. I think about this classic case with me. So I grew up reading the King James, good old 16th century Elizabethan English, which everyone is just so fluent in today in our world. But I think about the word let. We use the word let to mean to allow something to happen. And so we would read Isaiah 43, 13, which says, I will work, who will let it? And so many sermons have been preached by ministers that said, God's got a great plan for your life. God's going to do great things. But you got to let him do it. You got to allow God to do what he wants to do. The more you think about that, the more strange it kind of sounds. And then you actually figure out that in the 16th century, the word let didn't mean to allow. It meant the exact opposite. It meant to prevent. So Isaiah 43, 13 doesn't say God will work, who will allow him to do it. It's more of a statement and a fact that I will work, nobody will stop me. Changes everything. And so, just because we think we know, you might not know. So, we're talking about faithfulness. And let me just give you a very easy demonstration of why I think we miss it, by and large. 
If I were to ask you, have you been faithful to your wife? You would immediately begin to think, have I had an affair? No, I have not. Yes. Yes, I've been faithful to my wife. So culturally, what we do is we think and define faithfulness as something that we have not done. That's what we limit it to. Not doing something. This is faithful. No. We're missing the big picture of faithfulness because faith has a positive connotation of actions that you are doing. This is why James says you can look at the things that I do and you can see that I'm faithful. You can know what my faith is by looking at my actions, the things that I'm doing, not the things that I don't do, the things that I do. So we're kind of there, but we're missing the big picture. It's like if I asked you, what does it mean to run? And you said, to not walk. Okay, so if I put you in spot A and said, come over here to spot B, but do it by not walking, maybe you run, maybe you flip, maybe you moonwalk because you're gifted in that arena of life. That'd be cool to be able to do. I'm working on that. But maybe you get on the ground and crawl. Maybe you roll. Maybe you skip. Maybe you jump. There's tons of different ways that you can get there by not walking, that doesn't guarantee that you'll do it by running. And that's my point. Just because not doing something doesn't mean you're not going to do all these other things. And by doing all those other things, you end up really not being faithful. So it's the things that you are actively doing that qualify your faithfulness. I think about God, the prime example of faithfulness. Paul writes about this in the book of Romans. He says that when we were sinners, when you and I were ungodly, and we were not doing things that pleased the Lord, that's when he died for us, even though we weren't making him happy, even though he might have been a little disappointed and upset with our choices and our lifestyles. He was still faithful. That's what faithfulness is. It is doing things that are good and right, regardless of how others make you feel. You still are faithful to them, you still do what is good and what is right. Because let's face it, if your understanding of being faithful in your marriage is not having an affair, you could still go home, neglect your wife, go play video games all day, or sit on the couch and watch TV, not help with anything in the house unless it's outdoors. There's a number of things that you can do that are just horrible for your relationship. You could literally be in a broken and shattered marriage right now, but thinking to yourself, I'm faithful because I haven't had an affair. Nobody, you're not being faithful. If your marriage falls apart, you weren't faithful. You're doing all the other things. By not walking, you didn't run, you weren't faithful, you moonwalked or something else. You're not faithful just because you don't have an affair. That's not what it is limited to. It's doing good things for your wife, even though you might feel upset and disappointed. I'll use myself as an example here, and I'll be a little bit vulnerable. But I know that at nighttime, when my wife and I are ready to go to bed, that she's got a particular routine. And while she has her routine, I try to be faithful and I try to help. And this is a small thing, but it's a big thing for her. And so I try to be consistent with it. I go around the house, make sure all the lights that need to be turned off are turned off, lock the doors, let the dogs out. And then I try and do some things for her. She tells me that sometimes she wakes up at night and she gets very thirsty. 
Maybe it's true. I don't wake up in the middle of the night. She likes water on the nightstand. So I make sure she's got a full glass or container, whatever it happens to be, of water. She takes a certain vitamin at night. I try and get that vitamin and put it on her nightstand. She has her phone that she charges on her nightstand. I find her phone, and sometimes that is a quest in and of itself. But I find it, and I put it on her nightstand. I connect it to the charger. I get her purse. Put it right by her nightstand. I get all of her stuff and put it right there for her. And I try and do it every single night so that when she's done brushing her teeth and washing her face and changing into her PJs, when she comes to bed and lays down, she takes her vitamin and then everything is done. She's got nothing else that she needs to worry about. And I'm faithful to her by doing those things that are good and right for her. And I'll be honest, there are times we have a little spit spat and I get a little frustrated. And sometimes getting frustrated makes you want to be a little selfish. And I'll neglect to do one of those things, or maybe all of those things. And she lays down, and then she realizes that she doesn't have her purse, she doesn't know where her phone is, she doesn't have anything to drink, and she doesn't even have the vitamin. It's all the way in the kitchen. So now she's got to get up and do it, or it just fuels the fire. What was a little spark in a disagreement becomes a big ordeal because I got a little selfish. It's happened. Open it up here. But that is what faithfulness ought to look like. Even when I am frustrated, even when we have a disagreement, even when a conversation kind of goes south, regardless of how I feel, faithfulness to her should look like me doing those things that are good and right, regardless of how she's made me feel. And this carries over into how you are as a father. Because, newsflash, your kids will frustrate you. Your kids are going to get on your nerves. Your kids are going to bother you. There's going to be times like tonight. <sighs> Granted, we've been stuck in the house with hand, foot, mouth, so the kids were kind of going stir-crazy. We went out to eat tonight, and we got home, and I just wanted to lay face down on the, on the floor. It was bad. I was exhausted. We got home, and I thought that I had just climbed Mount Everest a couple times. It was, it was tragic. That happens. Every dad, every parent can be honest and admit that that happens. It gets tough sometimes as a dad. It's hard out here. You know what I'm talking about. They get on your nerves. But just because they do that doesn't mean that you have the right to neglect them. You have to be faithful. You have to continue to do the things that are good and right for them, regardless of how they might make you feel. Because I think this is one of the biggest fallacies that has been presented to fathers, that you just have to be there. I hate every time I see that little graphic of 95% of the job is just being there. No, it's not. It's another reason why I think we misunderstand what it means to be faithful. Yeah, maybe you're always consistently present. You're in attendance. But just because you happen to be in the same place as your kids doesn't mean that you're being faithful to them. You can still neglect them in the same way that you could still neglect your spouse. You could play video games. You could work. You could do the things that you want to do and have nothing to do with their lives. And when you get old and they don't want to come visit you, you're griping and complaining, I was, I was always there. They just never came to me. You're the dad. 
You're supposed to be the faithful father. You're supposed to want, you're, you're the one who's supposed to be proactive and going and doing the things for them, regardless of how they make you feel. Another, another way that we often mess this up, and this is something that I've got to work on, is our kids can disappoint us. Our kids can do things that we ask them not to do. And we can carry a little bit of a grudge. We can discipline them in the moment. We can correct them in the moment of correction. But even after it's over and done with, we're not quite over it. We're still bothered that they did that. And sometimes it impacts the way that we treat them. It impacts the things that we do for them. It causes us to not be faithful like we ought to be because we should be faithful regardless of how they make us feel. So let me encourage you to be mindful of this. Correct in the moment of correction, and when it is over with, drop it. Forget it. They messed up. They did wrong. But you're, you were supposed to be faithful. You're not supposed to have some, you know, harbored bitterness in your heart towards your kid. I do not, this is a tangent, but I just do not understand parents, especially who claim to be Christian, where their kid does something and then they just write them off. Not my kid, not welcome to back to my house. No choice words for you. Uh, you've, you've, you've messed up. You've messed up big. But we can get to that point. We can get to that point if we don't understand what it really means to be faithful. Be faithful to your kids even when they make you mad because they need you. They need you, Dad. Be the faithful father that they need. Do what's good and right for them even though they've made you mad, even though they haven't listened to you. Don't take everything so personal. Don't keep a grudge against your kid because they've done X, Y, and Z. Oh, well, correct in the moment of correction and don't let it go outside of that. Leave that moment and continue to be faithful. So, recap this. Faithfulness is not what you don't do. Faithfulness is tied to the things that you consistently do regardless of how that second party makes you feel. If your kids make you mad, don't neglect to do something that you ought to be doing. Be faithful and do what's good and right for them regardless. Correct in the moment of correction, and don't carry any leftover frustration outside of that moment. That can be a challenge. It can be difficult when you correct your kid, and then all of a sudden, they want to play a game. You're still mad. You better get over that. You, you've, got to, you've got to get over that. If you're going to be a faithful father, you've got to get over that. And it's much more than being present. It's so much more than being present. It's being attentive. It's being involved. It's being proactive. That's what being a faithful father ought to look like. So this is faithfulness. It's not just the things that you don't do. It's not just, well, I haven't had an affair. Have you been faithful to your wife? Have you served her? Have you helped her? Have you been consistent in doing things for her that are good and right and that benefit her regardless of how she makes you feel? Have you been faithful to your kids? Have you been a faithful dad? Do you do things that serve them? Do you love them unconditionally? Do you help them regardless of how you might feel because of something that they did? Maybe they disrespected you and you're holding that against them? Are you doing that? 
because you're not supposed to do that. That doesn't benefit anyone. It doesn't benefit you. It doesn't benefit your kids. It just kind of makes you look like a child. It's reality check. Being faithful. Being faithful is comprised in the things that you are actively and proactively doing. The positive things that you are doing that are good and right for whoever, your kid, your spouse, regardless of how they make you feel. So, be a faithful father and do what's right for them, no matter what. This is Fathering Our Future, the podcast for dads. I'm Anthony Vandegrift. Thank you for being with me, and I hope you will join me next time.